listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Tuesday afternoon. And I'm super excited to welcome back on the program Andrew Dembina, the man about town. Andrew, it's great to speak to you. How are you doing? <laughs> Hello, Noreen. You're, you're picking me up there. Um, well, um, two weekends ago, so not the weekend that's just gone, but the, the one before that, I was a man about town um, for... Um, for, for a couple of uh, enjoyable meals, actually, which um, it's my first, yeah, first time to really sort of go out for the weekends to restaurants. Going out, going out good. on the Raz. Um, what were you doing? Um, I mean, was there a particular celebration that brought you out um, of your? Uh, well, yes, go go on. A, uh, in, in fact, yes, both. Both the, uh, the 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 meals were. One was uh, a wedding anniversary of uh, mine and the good good lady Mrs. Dembina. Um and uh, yeah, we uh, we used we went out. How uh, many years? Uh, How many one... years? <laughs> a, uh, a, bit, a bit of a personal question, <laughs> but hey. It's 25 years, Laurie. Wow, congratulations. 25. That's amazing. Well, thanks, yeah. Yeah, in, in, in these times, put up with yeah, that's pretty good going. years, years. Yeah, somehow, somehow. I don't know how. She's still around somewhere. That's great. Yeah. And what was, the, See, what was the scene like? I mean, were there a lot of people out dining when you went out for, well, for your meal? okay. Yeah, we went to have, because it was a special occasion, we went out for a nice meal in a hotel restaurant. And uh, nice. it was, um, and, and they are spacing out the tables. You know, I think we've spoken about this before. The trouble about um, some of the medium to lower priced restaurants is that tables are literally bolted down and there's not a lot of chance for movement of yeah, furniture. That's right. But yeah, but, but in this, in this hotel, uh, sort of uh, restaurant with uh, tables that could be moved. There was colossal acres of space around us, and it was it was really really enjoyable. Especially having not been out for so many meals in the recent months since January, really. You know that we've spoken about this before. Um, and um, I, 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 on this subject, I've got to say that there's a new initiative i'm going to just kind of seg on before you ask me too many questions about my about my anniversary and so on and uh i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go on to uh um another initiative by a group of restaurants and bars we heard uh last time we spoke two weeks ago that uh, that one of them had been extended and that was called united we dine um but um, and that's still going on People do check it out. There's still a lot of restaurants, nearly 100 restaurants on unitedwedine.com. Um, but there's another one now that was founded uh, um, just a week ago um, under a group that calls itself Save Hong Kong F&B, F&B standing for food and beverage. So it's, it's restaurants and bars. 600 of them have come together. Uh, they represent 10,000 employees who work in the restaurant and bar industry. And um, they have got a new offer to uh, that's, that started last week and it's going on for about another week or so. So do check this out. It's called 2020 Wipeout. And it's a campaign. It's a funny name. I guess they're trying to stop themselves from being wiped out by getting people to 
go online and enjoy some uh, better offers than usual um, that, that can be purchased in advance to help keep some restaurants and bars in business. You can use these um, credits for between three months and 12 months. Different restaurants and bars have different conditions, but the minimum ones, as I saw, I checked it out before we had this chat today, the minimum seems to be three months for any of them. Some of them are going up to a whole year, so that's pretty good if you have something coming up a significant date in the future. Um, But but the actual um, getting hold of these things will only be going on for about another week. The way it works then is that there are three different tiers of, um, of coupon that you can get online, $500, $1,000 or $2,000. That's what you spend. And then if you spend, as you, as you spend more, you get an extra amount. So let me explain that more clearly. The $500 one, you will get $600 of credit, 100 bucks extra, which is actually 20%. So it's not bad. Um, if you spend $1,000, you will receive um, 1,300 that you can spend. And if you spend 2,000, um, you'll receive, uh, 3,000, which is an extra grand on top of the 2,000 you spent, 50% more. And there's a whole bunch of different restaurants that are, that are already taking part in this, restaurants and bars, and more and more are joining. Uh, I looked yesterday and they said, watch out for this, that, and the other ones that we're going to be joining in the next one or two days. So there's a lot there. Um, it's it's come together with this uh, association, uh, as I mentioned, called Save Hong Kong F&B. And um, they have been really fighting hard to uh, to get customers in with, re- with the restrictions on tables and amounts per table, which, uh, as we heard today, every Tuesday, we always say when we're having these live chats, um, we're, we're listening out for how it's going to affect restaurants and bars. And it's still at eight people maximum at the moment to, from today. So no changes there. Anyway, I'll just give you this email address for the listener. So it's save, S-A-V-E-H-K-F-N-B. So save H-K-F-N-B, all of those letters, dot and then it's Eber City. That's a bit of a weird one. E-B-E-R-C-I-T-Y dot com. And I tell you what, Noreen, after this uh, interview, after our chat today, perhaps I'll send that to you um, because it covers a broad spectrum of many, many um, restaurants and bars. You may you may care to uh, let people know about it. Up to you. Leave that one with you. Um, but um, uh, according to... The South China Morning Post in an article last Wednesday, changing subject a bit. Restaurants have got back into the groove since the numbers of people started really coming back um, two Fridays ago when eight people per table were allowed, when that was introduced back into the, uh, the restaurant industry and bars were allowed to reopen. And there really has been a significant surge uh, noted by the Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants uh, and Related Trades, they're called. That's their, that's their full name. Um, the catering sector's receipts uh, was uh, was up by 80% during that weekend of Mother's Day. Of course, Mother's Day was a big surge, and that was really helpful. Um, and talking of Mother's Day, that was my second meal out. So I had the Saturday night uh, in, a, in a nice Italian hotel restaurant, uh, with uh, with my wife on an anniversary evening, and the next day we went to um, a Lama Island um, Cantonese restaurant, 
for Mother's Day, which was packed. I mean, that was... I was going to say, I think people, Hong Kongers, the appetite of dining out has definitely returned. I've, I've seen walk past so many restaurants and they're always packed. Um, and right. they're also busy, of course, with things like Food Panda or Deliveroo or various mm. sort of food delivery platforms. So uh, it looks to me that restaurants are, are really sort of business is sort of picking up again. Yeah, fingers crossed. I, it really does look like it. Uh, on Llama as well, even though there have been lots of people as you've... Uh, sort of asked me uh, about before coming over just getting fresh air um now there are more <laughs> and more people eating not just not just walking through you know sort of getting some fresh air so that's encouraging so hopefully you know it will really help the restaurants and bars that have been struggling a lot so um next up uh changing on to uh, some wine talk for a moment um uh, ago uh we did speak about a celebrity getting involved with booze we discussed snoop dogg being uh the first pop star on the renegade australian wine label um a few weeks ago um so uh before that we've also spoken a few times about uh, uh celebrities putting their spirits as well as wine it, it happens a lot and, and, and just in the last few days another big pop star has been dipping his toe into the world of wine. Not literally, I hope, but um, but he has released, uh, or he will be releasing this week, a, a bottle of wine. And I know you love these guessing games, Noreen, so let, <laughs> let's play. <laughs> here's, here's your clue as to who this week's pop star to put his face to, uh, to a wine label is. Um, it's, I'll give you a clue. It's a US-based pop star, and uh, it's not a hip hopper this time. It's a very mega successful male, though. Have you? I don't know if you can guess. Um, Kandia, a, a successful U.S. male pop artist. Is he young? Yeah. Or is, he, is he quite young, or is he a bit older? Well, everything's relative to my age when you ask me that question. So I'll say he's very young. He's very young. Um, <laughs> well, is he, no, I mean, not sorry, not very young, but he's, he's, he's youngest. Yeah. He's young. Uh, um, Justin Timberlake. Um, Good guess, um, but I'm guessing not. Um, no. Okay, no, don't. I don't. It's, it's impossible, really, to pick a name out of the air. That was oh, a good guess. Oh no, I, um, I have he, all day. I have until three o'clock. Okay, it's my show, and I can do whatever <laughs> I want. I'm going to keep guessing. Keep, keep guessing. <laughs> keep guessing. No way. Keep guessing. He's okay. Okay, my my 17 year old son is a is an immense fan of this guy. Oh wow! Um, that's uh, not really going to help you, but uh, Sean Mendes. I don't know. I'm just trying to get oh, Charlie Puth. Well, um, wait, oh, in in this, he's in this ballpark of these kind of guys. Oh, oh, uh, oh okay. Um, uh, a big, big. So he is. A, he's like top of um, Spotify uh, sort of charts and has been for the last couple of years. Uh, shall I tell you what his real name is? Because his stage name is not his real name. You'll probably guess it from his real name. Okay. Shall I tell you? Sure. Born, he was born as um, Austin Richard Post. Oh, um, oh gosh, what's his name? It's Austin. Post Malone. Oh yes, that's it. Oh, I've forgotten. It, I, I wouldn't be able to guess. Yeah. It. yeah. Okay. I, I think I know. It's your story, but I just put you out of your misery. <laughs> and and the listeners <laughs> too. Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he he's the latest uh, pop star uh, or celebrity, I should say, to dive into the world of 
Provence in the south of France. Provence, which is famous for its rosé winemaking. It's, it's, it's thought to be home to some of the best rosé wines in the world. And um, so he launches uh, from this part of southern France, Provence, uh, something called Maison Number no. 9. And, and that's going to be... Uh, uh, coming out next week, and he's been working on it for a long time. He works closely with a French winemaker who's quite well known in the south of France called uh, Alexis Cornu, and um, he made and Post Malone, the pop star, made a lot of trips to France over the whole of 2019 to sort this project out. Um, you might you might recall that um, some some time ago, probably two or three years ago now, um, we we spoke about celebrity wines and. Uh, Brangelina, that's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, um, did launch a, uh, a rosé wine also. They'll be just down the road from Post Malone um, mm. with their winery, their winery label or their winery production facility in Vines on all that. Uh, the tanks with the wine fermenting will be very close by. So they're in the same French region. Um, it, it wasn't a short process then. It took about, uh, for Post Malone, it took 50 trial blendings of different grapes before he was happy. So he's sounding, an article that I read, he was sounding like quite a perfectionist to get it right. The, the, um, he was offered by a really well-known, as I say, uh, French winemaker, these different possibilities, but he kept going back and trying 50 different blends until he was happy with what it was. And he's ended up with uh, what... Uh, critics are saying is a who have pre-tasted it before the release next week a light and accessible rosé so nothing kind of too out there and unusual um and uh it, it he he says malone on why he chose um, a rosé rather than other wines he said it's when you want to get a little fancy it's funny that because maybe in, in america a rosé is considered a bit fancy in the UK, sometimes rosé gets a bad rap. I don't know what you're, if you have any opinions on it, but sometimes people think it's a bit twee or a little bit. But um, in Post Malone's mind, it's something a little fancy. And um, he has kind of gone a bit fancy with uh, a bottle, which has a kind of a, a castle turret type of stopper. Instead of a cork, it's got a glass fastener that looks like the turret of a castle. And, um, yeah, it's um, so that's another... another uh, celebrity that's got into the world of booze there, Dory. And I'm, I'm just Googling Post Malone, and I remember yeah. him now. He's a guy with like 68 tattoos. He's yeah, got... several on his face. Exactly, yes. Very, yes. Very difficult yeah. to forget. That's what he is. Yes, I remember him now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, very I, interesting. Actually, he's very young. He, he is, he is. I mean, he's probably, what is he, in his late 20s? I didn't look up his age, but he looks uh, He looks probably at the end of his 20s, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, if I, as an update, while I was researching this story, I just wanted to kind of see what was being said these days about the old uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt wine. Um, interestingly, as they, unlike their marriage, which, you know, they're now divorced, they set this up when they were still together, um, they bought the vineyard in 2011, but um, in the recent years, that's that's a long time ago, nine years later, it's regarded as one of the best uh, rosés coming out of France. And this is quite amazing. Wow. Rather than, I'm not, I, I'm not going to forecast how the critics will will take uh, the wine of Post Malone, uh, but, but I, I mean, sometimes you can guess a little bit from the price range. His is going for 22 
American dollars. It's not cheap plonk. It's 160 Hong Kong dollars or thereabouts when uh, you know when it when it first launches. But the the kind of entry level uh, wine, not the best stuff because uh, of of Bradgelina. Their entry level ones are uh, more like 300 plus dollars. So they're they're actually you know they are they are priced as a more uh, sort of high end high end wine. And um, in fact, in uh, 2019, last year. One of their uh, vintages uh, fetched more than, at an auction in the UK, more than £2,300. That's uh, over 20000 Hong Kong dollars for one bottle that was at a, ch- a charity auction last year in the UK. That's for the Bradgelina Rosé. Twenty thousand Hong Kong dollars for a bottle of wine. That's. I mean, that tells you that that tells you that they are at the pinnacle. Yes. Yeah. Um, and 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 also the uh, the the respected French newspaper Le Figaro describes the uh, um, the Bradgelina one, which is called Miraval. In case anyone uh, is interested or hasn't uh, heard of it, um, as the superstar of rosé. So watch out uh, for. The way that uh, Post Malone's one goes, he's got a long way to go to beat them, though, by the sound of what critics and uh, newspapers are saying in France. Well, exactly. So. Well, he's only twenty-four, also. Just look that up. So watch that. Watch oh, that Post Malone space. Wow! Doesn't he look so much older with all those tattoos all over his face, Noreen? <laughs> I think yes. I think. It- <laughs> <laughs> He does. Exactly, he does. He looks a little bit older, doesn't he? <laughs> so, so, so finally, what good, have you got good, for us? Good reason not to guess any on one's face. You, you what, yeah, you whatsapped me a really yeah. odd photo. You said it's um, sticking related. Sticking with one. Oops, did I lose you there, Andrew Dembina? Yeah, yeah, okay, I got saw... you back. I'm still here. I hope you can hear me. Yes, got you back. Yeah. Um, I... Good, good. I saw a story uh, this week that claims that mainland Chinese online influencers um, are outselling traditional wine distributors or importers. So the... the fi- Yikes, we just, are huge. We just um, lost you there. Uh, just go back a little bit, Andrew. Oh, sure. Okay. So um, uh, online influencers in mainland China outsell traditional wine or um, they have been uh, an article that came out this week says that the amount that has been sold and in the speed that they've been selling them has outperformed wine re- retailers and wholesalers uh, colossally. Um, at Chinese New Year, one of about half a dozen online influencers that were mentioned in this article says that. Uh, um, one person known as the King of Lipsticks. It's a man. I've sent you a, a, a picture of this guy before we spoke today. His his name is Lee Jiangli. Yeah, and um, it's unusual for a a male influencer to be selling uh, female beauty products, but he is called the King of Lipsticks as a nickname because he sold uh, fifteen thousand lipsticks within five minutes through uh, Taobao's live streaming platform uh, last year. What? So that was in in, in one five-minute period, 15,000 lipsticks. So that's uh, that's why that's why he's got that nickname. But we're sticking on the, what he's done recently with wine. And at Chinese New Year this year, he sold 20,000 cases. And in each case, there were six bottles um, of, uh, of a Chinese-made red wine. Uh, within 30 seconds. 
Whoa. So, yeah. Now, there's no way. Yeah, obviously, these things are hyped up so that people have a very small amount of time, you know, hypes and hypes and hypes, and then they'll have a window of time in which they can bid for these things, no doubt, at, at um, you know, quite a good price. But I don't think they were prices that wouldn't have owned the uh, the winery, which is one of uh, China's most famous ones. It's called Great Wall Wine. Um, and, um, yeah, he sold uh, 20,000 cases within 30 seconds. Wow. So... There are other there are other influences doing the same thing, but I won't run through them because I'm conscious of the time, Noreen. Well, I was just going to say, great minds think alike. Andrew, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much uh, for your research and all your findings and, and your sharings. Um, and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Thank you very much. And that's uh, Man About Town, Andrew Dembina. Thank you very much. A quick look Bye. at the weather.